0: That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Ramley. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. If it's your first time listening, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here today. Shout out to humans. Always love the intro on That Sober Guy, Human's Music. Check those guys out. You can find more podcasts, more resources, and also contact us by going to thatsoberguy.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at thatsoberguypodcast. All the links from today's show will be in the show notes so they're easy for you to find. St. Patrick's Day, baby. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. I got a question for you. What do the three leaves of a shamrock represent according to Irish tradition. Oh, man, one of the three gonna... leaves of shamrock. Bill Bailey, you got to hold on a second. You can't answer that yet. I, I'm oh, wondering yeah. if you know, though. And then the other one, what's the oldest pub in Ireland? The oldest pub in Ireland. I want you guys to think about those for a couple of minutes. And uh, we're going to get back to those in our St. Patrick's Day trivia Um St. Patrick's Day. I wanted to give a little background really quick before I introduce Bill here. Um, St. Patrick's Day or the Feast of St. Patrick. It's a cultural and religious celebration held on March 17th. Uh, the traditional d- uh, death date of St. Patrick, who was the foremost patron saint of the Great Ireland, and uh, Saint Patrick's Day was made an official Christian feast day in the early 17th century, and is observed by the Catholic Church, the Eastern Orthodox Church, and Lutheran Church, uh, as well as many others across the across the globe. Um, and it commemorates Saint Patrick and the arrival of Christianity in Ireland, as well as celebrates the heritage and culture of the Irish in general. Um, so, historically, the Lent—if uh, you—if you're familiar with Lent, 40 days—you give up all kinds of different things, um, uh, sacrifice uh, and historically restrictions on eating. And I thought this was interesting, by the way, that's why I'm pointing this out. Restrictions on eating and drinking alcohol were lifted just for today, just for St. Patrick's Day, which is encouraged and propagated the holidays tradition of alcohol consumption. And so we do know that, uh, you know, St. Patrick's Day is definitely a uh, party party. A party holiday, and I bet my buddy Cormac from Ireland knows both of these. So big shout out to Cormac; he's been following the show since the beginning of that sober guy way back in the day. Uh, so I just wanted to give a little love to my Irish uh, connect homie out there in Ireland from the states too, man. Uh, big shout out. We're gonna have all these answers, or the answers of the of the first two questions I asked, um, as well as some more questions uh, when we when we go over um, uh, the St. Patrick's day trivia. But first let me introduce a great friend of mine. Um, my friend, Bill Bailey bills, the producer and host for today's boondoggle podcast on domain Cleveland radio. Uh, he's also the father. Uh, he's also a father and a veteran and someone who loves hardcore punk rock and heavy metal music. That's why him and I, uh, one of the reasons, uh, in addition to being sober, him and I get along very well. Uh, so bill dude, it's so great to finally have you on the podcast, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, man. You know, uh
1: so we were talking about uh, before we went on, you know, yesterday uh, I turned the big five um, oh. Woo! Yeah, my so man. my uh my birthday St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And uh and back in the day it used to be hell on my liver, man, for these forty-eight hours, you know
0: man crazy
1: celebrating the birthday and then you know but you know when we were drinking we we could come oh hey you know our team lost today our team won today you know we didn't need too many excuses to to throw down back in the day
0: but there's always a good reason to drink when you're when you're drinking you know why not you're happy you're sad you lose you win whatever especially on st patty's day when you can get the old pub crawl i think that's a thing too if i remember Oh, yeah. I want to say Cormac told me that that calling it Saint Patty's Day is very annoying. So if anyone knows if that's true, I'm gonna refrain from that right now. Saint Patrick's Day, I'm gonna to try to stick to that. Maybe it must be an American thing. I don't know. Have you ever heard anything about that? Uh yeah, just
1: Saint Patrick's Day. I didn't hear anything about him being upset about Patty. But uh We're
0: upset about everything these days. We can't say anything to,
1: anymore. Excuse to drink and, and yeah. add, you know, green flavoring to it or whatever. So yeah, um, I'm still kind of sticking with drinking the green poison today. I got a shamrock shake. Uh, nice. It's disappearing when I left it out here. I got, let me put it in, in front of me. You know, <laughs> I figured uh get with the theme. And like I said, I used to have all kinds of attire and I don't have anything green anymore. So I found my old Cheech and Chong, you know, <laughs>
0: so don't read too much so into classic. it, folks, but you know, it's green. Hey, who doesn't love some Cheech and Chong, man? I think I have an old, um, old record of uh i can't remember which one it is um but dude that those movies uh the comedy man definitely some classic stuff there so i dig i dig the jersey and um dude i just want to number one say thank you for coming on the show today bro i'm excited to hear a little bit about what you got going on about um today's boondoggle about your uh your walk in sobriety with god all those things uh but first i just want to start off by saying um Uh, appreciate you coming on, but happy birthday to you. I know you turned 50 yesterday. Uh, if if I believe that's correct. And then also you just recently celebrated like 14 or 15 years sober, man. So you got a lot going on right now. And I just wanted to congratulate you and just say, well done, man.
1: Thanks, man. It's, uh, you know, it's good to, you know, the, the month of March is, you know, a a big, big month for me because March 1st is my sobriety date now. And, um, You know, so I was really like, you know, taking on the challenge, knowing that my birthday was just around the corner in St. Patty's Patrick's Day was just around the corner, you know. But uh 14 years now. So Yeah,
0: that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so you you're you're a busy dude, you have a lot of things going on. Um, you're staying connected um what's uh what what's going on in the world of bill bailey today and uh how is it so much better than it was 15 years ago or 14 years ago
1: oh man i mean you know what's funny too is just like you know how sometimes you you hit like you know like if you're like working out and you hit a plateau and you kind of just stay you're not you don't feel like you're improving you're not you know making any gains or whatever yeah um I noticed that even with my sobriety for a while and it, you get what you put into it as well. You know, there was a, there was, you know, I got 14 years of not drinking, but there's probably plenty of years of being like the dry drunk because I really wasn't putting work into a program. And then I start putting work into a program and then you start, you know, God will start putting per- certain people in your life. And, 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 and um, You know, you'll still kind of hit some of these plateaus like me and you have talked. You've been on my my show before and um, talk about our food thing. You know, it's Mm, like here we are sober, but we still struggle. I mean, here I am screwing up with this. I'm making an excuse to justify a shamrock shake on St. Patrick's Day. You know, I don't need this. I'm already feeling like crap halfway through it. You
0: know? I go, I literally, I I'm on a run right now, hitting the gym five days a week and I'm doing very well with it, but you know what I'm not doing very well with I'll crush like six cupcakes in like two days, bro. I just, I, I finally had to just submit to it and just go, you know what? I'm just going to do the best I can and try to eat as great as I can. And I'm not going to be perfect at it. So have your, have your shamrock shake, bro. Good for you.
1: Yeah. And you know what, <laughs> that, that, that was like key for me, like this past this past year and a half, I think I've experienced so much more growth, not just in my recovery, but in my surrender um, and acceptance. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of mutual friends that I definitely are, I am grateful for coming into my life via Zoom. You know, a lot yeah. of them I haven't even met face to face, like me and you haven't met face to face yet. You know, but um, the, it got to the point where it's like, you know, I started with a personal trainer before COVID back in 2019. I was, you know, sick and tired of being sick and tired with my my weight and how my body felt, even though I wasn't drinking, and I needed that accountability like we do as addicts, yeah. you know. And I would make gains, but my mental – still wasn't into it enough where I was, I could be grateful or accepting, you know, like uh, people compliment me and then I didn't know how to take it. And then I'd self-sabotage and go backwards. And I finally, like this past year just was just like, you know what? I'm not going to win every day. Every day is not going to be like, you know, I'm not going to be putting, I can't compare myself to the younger guys that I'm doing jujitsu with. I can't compare myself. I'll compare myself out of the room to a lot of people. Yeah. I'm just going to try and be better today than i was yesterday you know i'm just gonna try and battle me and there's days where i'm gonna get up and be like i just don't want to today and that's all right you know and once i started like surrendering to that and accept and accepting that you know i mean like i said just turned 50 yesterday you know i know people that are in more phenomenal shape older but you know it's taken me to to this point to get to that where i'm just like it's all right and when i did that Dude, I've dropped. The weight has come off because it's like I was stressing myself out, yeah. mentally, over like trying to keep up and go every day and grinding and pushing through. And then when I just started accepting and letting go and surrendering, it's like I'm, I'm down to. I, I started out back in 2019. I was probably around 280. I'm down to 220 now. Nice man. wearing old Good. wearing old buying buying jeans that you know I haven't fit in. You know since you know, active duty and stuff. It's nice. It's a nice problem to it. have. I love yeah. it, man.
0: Hey, that's it. Lo- I love that. That's a good transition into this. Cause that was actually the next uh, thing I wanted to ask you about, man. Just uh, number one, thank you for your service. You're a veteran. Um, I know you put in a lot of work in those days. Um, tell us a little bit about that, dude. I, like, I like, we've talked a little bit and I've heard, I've heard bits and pieces of that in your story. Cause I've heard you share a few different times. Um, but Was that a big part of your life um, in the sense of, um, of when you used to, when you were still drinking, was that, was that a big part of it then? And then how did that kind of take you to where you're at now?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, like even before I joined the the military, you know, it's just like, you know, I, uh, my dad was a world war II Marine and you know, he had PTSD before they knew what it was before it was cool, you know? And I grew up around that and it's like, you know, and I had, you know, I had a loving, supportive dad, but some days, you know, he just couldn't handle his emotions and anger so well. So it's like, you know, being a child, you're kind of walking around in fear, you know, I don't know, am I doing good enough today? Am I doing the right thing? Am I, you know, and um, that fear kind of like going into high school feeling like am I good enough am I adequate enough am I you know are people going to like me how do I you know would turn into gallows humor you know usually I'll make fun of myself it'll beat everybody else before they make fun of me but as I you know would go out to parties and try and engage with people I you know I would I I discovered alcohol you know And it gave me that like confidence. I was like bottle bill or whatever in high school, they called me because they'd they'd be drinking their beers and I'd have to go for something harder because, Uh, you know, I really wanted to, you know, fit in and you to like me. But um, it really took off in the military. You know, Um, it was there's a culture, especially I was in the Navy, you know, I mean, there's a culture in all the military with you know, we we work hard, but then we play hard, yeah. you know, afterwards. But, um, you know, as we've discussed before in our program, you know, alcohol is but a symptom for some of our other uh, deeply rooted, you know, uh, issues that we struggle with. Like I said, I grew up in that fear world and um, that self-confident, you know, low self-confidence world. And then in the military, you know, there's at a, a 19 years old, I saw my first uh, fellow sailor die in front of me. Mm. And it was, uh, you know, I mean, I, I worked, I was on an aircraft carrier. I worked on F-14s. And if you're on the flight deck of aircraft carrier, there's a lot going on. You know, we're launching aircraft, we're bringing aircraft back, we're, you know, starting up the engines. Watch out, don't walk in front of the intake and get sucked in. You know, it's like, everything he- head on a swivel you know and you like walked heavy you know because you, you anything could knock you over or whatever you know if you weren't expecting it so you kind of like walked heavy and um i just set my aircraft off and i i'm walking back to my line shack you know that where the department i worked in to go below deck and one of my shipmates was coming out and walking by and i like nodded to him you know and i'm walking and the next thing i know he goes rolling past me and over the side of the ship you know some uh jet exhaust caught him he he didn't steady his legs and he got knocked over and blown off the side and it was just turning into night operations so dark falls off an aircraft carrier and and this dude just you know, and I, it was like slow motion. And then, you know, then there's a, well, maybe if I do for him or something, you know, maybe I could, you know, all that stuff plays in your head. And, um, so then, you know, they, they never were, they, they sent search and rescue out. They saw him floating there. They dropped a, uh, uh, life ring and a beacon, and then they waited to land two more aircraft that were still up in the air before they went to retrieve the body. And when they went to retrieve the body, he was gone. And that really messed with my head. You know, that really played with me. Like, man, dude, what if that was me? It's like, we're not, we don't, you know, that low self-worth went like even lower because it's like, uncle Sam don't really care about us. They care about those billion dollar aircraft up there, yeah, you know, wow. but the that one life, you know, and, uh,
0: did he, die, That's when, did he die from, did he drown or did he die from just falling from the jet exhaust or did they ever say? I, I mean, we never,
1: they never retrieved the body. We don't know. He could oh, have been conscious when thought, he fell oh, over, wow, Damn. you know, or the fall could have killed him. You know, I mean, it's kind of a
0: high. So they just never found him.
1: They, they, they found him, dropped a beacon and then they got out of the air traffic to land aircraft. And when they went back, cause and now that I've years have passed, you know, it's like, okay, I understand that, you know, the aircraft carrier has to maintain a certain speed yeah, because these jets are not landing on a airfield. Mm-hmm. They're landing on a short thing. So they got to maintain a certain speed. So the aircraft can maintain a certain speed, you know, and I get all that. So it's like, if they would have stopped, yeah, you know, to retrieve the body, then it would have took whatever to get back to that speed. And, so I kind of get it now, years later, but at 19 years old, man, I didn't get it. Yeah. You know, well, especially and you I'm laying so in my rack that night, just imagining, you know, cause I, that's when I discovered I've kind of got one of those empathic people. Like I can't watch jackass cause I feel my balls getting kicked, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like weird, you know? Uh, so absolutely. I'm laying in my rack that night and, and I'm like, uh man, if that was me floating out there and I'm conscious and I'm watching my only source of light and life just float away from me and leave me behind, you know? Yeah. So when we finally started hitting the ports, you know, there's a lot of guys going, you know, I'm going to go check out the Vatican. I'm going to go check out these historic sites and, you know, take in the culture and stuff like that. I'm like, where's the red light district? Because this hurts. I don't know how to handle what I'm feeling right now. I'm scared. So, you know, where are the hookers, where are the, where's the alcohol, you know? And that, that's where I really started taking off because I just didn't know how to feel what I was feeling Yeah. then, wow. you
0: know, at 19, huh? You said you were 19 at the time. Yeah. 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 And I could see how you, if you literally had just passed him, like you said, that, that could have you know, been you, it could have been anyone of course, but like you were right there. So I see how that would probably mess with your mind a bit too. Like why, like if I would have been, you know, five seconds later or something that could have been same, the same spot. So, um, I guess, yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely dealing with some PTSD and some trauma and stuff and having to see that and then just go about like your normal. (laughs) All right, here we go. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you know knowing now
1: if i knew then what i know now you know i probably would have been like you know i need to go talk to the chaplain i need to go talk to somebody but you just the mission had to happen and you didn't want to look like a pussy or whatever yeah Yeah. you know And, and all that dumb shit that plays in our head you know and um as time went on you know because guys can't be afraid you know so we get we react in like other ways like anger or false bravado or whatever put up this front and um so i didn't process my feelings appropriately then and then um then it was just like well you know yolo i guess like the kids say today you know i'm just gonna go go buck wild and not care you know because this is this is before you know kids and responsibilities And this was just like, okay, this is how we we go hard, man, you know? And that carried over even when we came back, you know? Um, When we were home, you know, it just carried over into my rolling into, you know, civilian life and stuff too, you know? So basically
0: that continued through your 20s and most of your 30s, just that drinking, heavy drinking and just um suppressing a lot of feelings i assume and not dealing with a lot of things because it's just easier to drink about which is what a yeah, lot. yeah and i
1: mean with. like i said i just turned just turned 50 yesterday just celebrated 14 years the beginning of the uh month here so yeah even into my you know 40s you know yeah wow I'd say um yeah Uh, Yeah, but late. Yeah. I mean, it it was. It's funny, too, you know, how things come full circle, because that was like my very first deployment ever, you know, at 19 years old. And then my last deployment before I ended up, you know, uh, retiring in 2012, my last deployment was was in 2008. And this time I had two children at home, you know, Mm -hmm. this time, you know, I had a significant other. You know, this time I had reasons to come home and and live for. I was still, you know, when I I would still go out and get, it was a dry country. So it was like, God was doing for me what I couldn't do for myself. But we did get like a, like a few days of R&R somewhere where you could drink. And of course, you know, I drank and then I come home. My welcome home party was a blackout. Mm. Um, But it was also like, you know, I'm, I'm, hung over the next morning after my my welcome home party and my oldest daughter had turned eight years old while I was deployed on this last deployment and she was just like daddy I don't want to see you like this anymore and I was like you know I don't want to live like this anymore because I had enough sense I dried up enough while I was over there that I became felt better. I became more productive. I missed the hell out of my kids so I I would volunteer to stay busy so I didn't have enough so I didn't have downtime. Yeah. to miss them. And I knew that no matter what, I had to come home. And I also knew that because I saw a couple brothers go home and flag drape coffins that mm-hmm. if that had been me, what legacy was I leaving behind with my kids? You know, And I knew I wanted to come home and be better. So the seeds were planted. It didn't happen immediately when I came home, but shortly <clears throat> thereafter, my last deployment is when I got sober.
0: Yeah, would you say that like you started to feel like you had something to live for and something to and not that you know, not that we I guess maybe we just were confused sometimes when we're going through life, you know, and especially when we're numbed out to feelings and in, in life uh from alcohol and then it's like you have your daughters and um you know, you're 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 trying to have a family or whatever and and like it's different than it was when you're 25, you know? You start to Yeah you start to realize that there's things that are important to you in life. And it, and it really is a driving factor between that and just pure desperation. I think at least for me, that's what it was like of wanting to make some changes, you know?
1: Yeah. Like, and, and it's like, you know, looking back, you know, now these years later, sober, I had plenty to still live for yeah. back then just because I didn't have kids or a relationship. I had two parents that loved me. Mm-hmm love me unconditionally you know and you know i no longer have my dad and thankfully you know i i got sober before he passed and was able to you know say all the things i needed to say to him and have that 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 bond and that relationship with him before he passed and i and i got my mom still here today she's uh you know i'll be seeing her tomorrow or having a little birthday party for the her 50 year old baby you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice man that's so cool. uh
1: it, you know, I it, they would have been devastated had something happened yeah. to me. You know, back then, so it's like I did have things to live for. I just didn't appreciate those things as much back then when I was running and gunning in my addiction because I was very selfish and self centered then. Yeah, you know.
0: Um, so we have a lot of veterans, a lot of first responders, um, just a lot of a lot of folks who listen to this show uh in that in that kind of ballpark um what would you say man to another veteran or or to somebody who um has you know, out on the front lines let's say like who who might be struggling or they don't know where to where to turn to what to do would you have any advice or tips or encouragement you could share with them bill
1: i would say it's all right to not be all right and it's all right to go talk to somebody man we don't have to be um you know, that, that culture of throw some dirt on it, you know, and keep going. Yeah, I get it in the middle of the mission, you know, we got to finish the mission, you know, in the middle of the stuff, we got to finish the stuff. But during that time of, of decompressing, you do not have to do that alone. And there's nothing weak or wrong with going to ask to talk to somebody, you know, about it. Go. I wish I would have went and saw a chaplain back then. Who knows? You know, I look back at, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful I was able to get my 20 and, and retire from the military, but I, I look back at how much more I could have, you know, and it's like, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, whatever back then, you know, what more I could have achieved. But everything happened for a reason. That was my journey. And maybe, it, you know, it was so I can share with the guy coming up now, you know, yeah. this is what I did wrong. This is what I wish I would have done right you have the opportunity to do that, you know?
0: Yeah. So after, you know, just celebrating 14 years um, maybe you can just share a little bit about what, what life's like today for you, man. I mean, I know, I know it's not perfect for any of us and I think that's the misconception that a lot of people think, Oh, well, uh, you know, it's, it's perfect. Oh, it's like, nah, it's not perfect, but not it's a, a hell of a lot better than it was 10 years ago for me or nine years ago. And
1: I had a a perfect, you know, example of that happen to me yesterday. And I can't get into too much detail, but, uh, you know, I just, uh, you know, I'm 50 and I'm throwing myself a 50-year-old birthday party. I've gone to my friends who have turned 50s birthday parties and their spouses and significant others have thrown their parties for them. So then at first I was struggling with throwing my own party because I'm like that, that, that losers limp, that voice in my head, telling me what a loser I am. Cause I don't have anybody. And I'm oh, this, man. that, and the other, you know, you got to throw your own party. What kind of loser does that? You know? And then I was just like, that, then I started like, reframing because what we've been taught here and with with gratitude and everything it's like dude i get to go to concerts and not have to ask permission you know <laughs> when my buddies come through town on tour i don't have to run it through somebody yeah, else i can go to shows and spend time with them i can uh you know um I, I have I have some freedom that I you know I'm 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 healthy healthier than I've been in a long time I'm looking pretty damn good if I do say so myself you are you know good job, man. so whenever whatever God has for me it seems like though lately I've been like I still there's still something about me that's like a radar or a magnet for red flags. Women with red flags. But now I see them now. You know, back yeah. in the day, it was just like, I, oh, you got daddy issues and mental health issues? Cool. I'm all in, <laughs> you know? Let's now go. Now it's just like, yeah. all of a sudden, like, I'm like, no, I, that, that's not how I, I I, roll anymore. I'm in a more positive frame of mind. And I don't need you dragging me into your drama. Yeah. You know, I, I mean... Yeah, I mean, there's been some exes that have come back, and I was just like, man, I remember, like, you know, the good stuff we did together. Wow, that was fun. But no, it really wasn't fun because there's still too much drama and stuff attached to it. So I had this, like, the recently, this one just kind of, like, oh, giving me some, some shit about, and, and, like, almost accused me of something. Like, she's talking, to, even when I was at my worst, this is not the type of behavior I would take part in. You know, even when I was drinking and I've always been pretty respectful to, um, you know, my, my, whoever I'm dating at the time, you know, I mean, wasn't always faithful and honest, but you know, I was, yeah, I, I don't know. But anyway, so I had that going on and then I'm like, then I get a text from my daughter, the oldest daughter, who's 22 now telling me happy birthday, dad. I love you so much. I, you know, I mean, I'm, I can read it or whatever, but it, it, you know, but it was just like, I'm so proud of you and everything you do for us and our family. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I awesome. get to read that today because, and, 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 take that in because I know that's who I am today, Yeah, you know, and I, and, and these red flags that, you know, I'm not going to let them pull me back into that, that other my that, yeah. that mindset, because, everything I have today is like, I, 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 I try and be better today than I was yesterday. And my daughters are huge uh, components in that, but also, um, you know, that's such a huge blessing. It's such a huge gift to wake up and read that, you know, yeah. the first time I ever felt unconditional love for another human being. And I stopped being such a selfish and self-centered person was when I held my firstborn daughter for the first time, man. Tears of joy, like wow, this is somebody that I I, I would die for. But at the same time, it's like, well, live for them. This is somebody I want to live yeah. for, you know. And I didn't get sober right away when they were born, but you know, it yeah,
0: the, that seed planted. was
1: planted then, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, dude, that's uh, that's that's so good to hear, dude. Um, and I just want to tell you too, like, thank you for, for being open and honest about that little voice up in your head that says, you know, like you were talking about your birthday, you know, turn it, I got to throw my own party. And like, number one, who cares? Like that, like you get to have this awesome 50th birthday. So number one on that, which is, which is great. Like the gratitude. And you mentioned that too, but like, I feel like there's so many dudes who struggle with that same thing. And, and I, am speaking for myself in that is as being one of those dudes who has that little voice up there, regardless of what the situation is that says like, you're not good enough. You're too much. You're not enough. You're this, you're that, you know, and it's, it can be very, um, very tough to deal with, uh, obviously. Um, and it also, uh, can be exhausting sometimes too. And I always come back to, um, you know, kind of like what you said, gratitude, trying to flip it, but also knowing that like, there's a worldview view. There's a human view that we see ourselves in, and then there's seeing ourselves and seeing the world, seeing our spouses, our friends, our our kids through the lens of God. And that's two totally separate things. And I'm still learning in my own walk on that, on what that looks like, but it's it, it seems to grow a little bit every day. And um, I just... I just wanted to say thank you bro for for pointing that out and being so honest about it because i think it's really tough for a lot of dudes to admit that and actually talk about it so thanks
1: yeah well i mean when i i've realized in this journey too the more um transparent and vulnerable that i'm willing to be my my healing and my growth springboards yeah you know so much from that and uh you know i want to keep getting better man i want to keep living this life you know i was just like i mean i'm I'm reflecting on 50 years and there's a you know a lot of good and a lot of bad but i never thought i'd make it to be 50 man in my 20s it was just like you know i was just like whatever i thought it'd be part of that 27 club or whatever you know not that i was like a celebrity but I wasn't my head you know (laughs) rock star (laughs) in my head or whatever but uh you know, here I am, I'm I'm 50 years old and it's just like the things that I used to like compa- the comparison game, like I look at my friends with their family and their nice big house and their successful business and this and that and whatever. And I used to be, man, I, I really screwed up, but I'm like, man, I'm I, the, the stuff. I can't put a price on the stuff that, that I have today because I'm sober and the friendships I have today, some of the same circles, me and you walking. I never thought I'd have these guys calling me up and, and telling me, congratulations on another day sober call me yesterday to wish me happy birthday and stuff you're some dudes that you know i've been a fan of and and now i can say i'm 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 friends man you know with some of these people it's amazing
0: yeah i definitely got a lot to be grateful for man every every day you know and i love uh just trying to stay in that in that mindset too and i think you do a great job of it and every time we've talked or been in a meeting or whatever dude you're you're always um you're always bringing people up and big smiles and all that man so i just i appreciate it
1: i yeah. just wanted to say too real quick though um because i was like i said i was going i was doing a lot of reflecting on you know turning 50 mm-hmm. and um you know i've i've been involved in like the music world for a long time did yeah. local promotions and stuff like that so i've known a lot of artists and bands um that still uh, that aren't in our world today you know and these people that i uh, used to you know always like man i wish i had you know that many women coming after me like this dude does or you know all these other things in it but i see like all the things that it looks like they have everything and they're still some of the most miserable people because they haven't discovered this yet you know totally and uh it's not about material things man it's about you know like, you know, my girls wanted to take me out to dinner last night, but it was like by the time they came in um, after getting off work, it was too late to eat. But I was just like, well, that I'm. let's just spend some time together, you know, and we spent some time together, man. And that's all that mattered. Little things like that, you know, That, that that's the important stuff today. You know, it's not like you don't remember. have to buy me a big fancy dinner. You don't have to, yeah. you know. Just give me, give me that time, man. And, you know, taking that time to send that text like my daughter did, dude, it just meant the world to me. And then they're both like going through like old pictures on their social media and then posting these like elaborate write-ups about how awesome dad is, man. And it's like, I couldn't get you guys to hang out with me before. And now you guys love me. This is
0: awesome. (laughs) Dude, those are the things that actually matter. You know, those are the things that we remember. Those are the things that are important to us. And to your point of, um, you know, the chasing, or the women chasing, or the houses, or the cars, or I think anyone who's experienced some sort of spiritual connection to something higher, um, for me, it's Jesus. For, for me, it's, um, you know, God, Jesus, however you want to put it, Holy um, Holy Spirit, like I searched for so long for so many things to fulfill the void that, that I felt inside of my, um, my heart, you know, yeah. inside of me. And sir, so who, who am I, why am I here? What are we doing here? How, you know, why a lot of whys, you know, and dude, God has been the only thing that has had even close to fulfilling that. Like, and, 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 it's um, it's the greatest feeling to let go and to be in that and to know that all of that other stuff is temporary. It's impermanent. It will never last forever. But God, eternal life, um, that will last forever for me, and I one hundred percent believe that. And like I, I've been saying this a lot on the on the podcast lately. I, have and just in conversations, but I finally came to terms of being willing to look like a fool for Jesus, willing to look like a fool for what I believe in. And, um, and if, and so I'm either like batshit crazy or I'm a hundred percent right. And there's no in between and I just don't care anymore. You know, and there's a lot of freedom in that. exactly. And it's not me throwing my crap on, on anybody. I don't, I don't care if anyone wants to talk about it, let's talk about it. But like, I, it's just like, trying to fulfill all of that with stuff in this world is 100 impossible at least in oh, my yeah. at least in my experience
1: and what's funny too is like you know i had this talk with well i've had this talk with a few people but you know it's like you do your podcast man and you know like i i've shared this with you before man you know it's like i appreciate having your podcast available for when I'm on long drives or something, man. And yeah. I'm in my head, you know, it's like throwing yeah. out a meeting, you know, oh, for God. me, you know, and, and it pulls me out. But, um, you know, my podcast for me, you know, doing today's boondoggle, that's become a, 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 passion of mine too, a new purpose. It's, it's been a healing for me because like, you know, that low self-esteem and that anxiety and that social anxiety and stuff that I used to numb with, drugs and alcohol, you know, is, uh, I I step in out of my comfort zone and I have conversations with people. And the more I do it, you know, the more it's, it's helped me. And it's become like I, my, my finance guy, the guy, you know, that runs my, uh, you know, 401ks and my investments and stuff like that, you know, which I always tell him, I'm like, dude, those are just numbers and we're seeing right now that stuff's going to get wiped away. Don't matter. <laughs> you know, I took some of it yeah. out and I bought myself a car for my birthday. All right. <laughs> hey, That's my one you, material yeah. thing I did for my myself. Yeah. Good, but, man. uh but he's just like, man, you know, I really, you know, I've been listening to your podcast and I really enjoy what you're doing. It's like, I, I would just, you should find a way to monetize that and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. like, Then it becomes work, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. it's like I want I mean, it'd be great if some something I wouldn't turn down anything that came my way, you know, to do what I love to do that what I'm enjoying to do and and get paid for. But right now, the payment for me is just the relationships I'm forming, the conversations I'm having with people and to have other people that I never thought would listen, listen and get something out of it, man. What's you know? uh, g-
0: Give a quick, so for those out there listening and maybe they want to check out, which I, which I would definitely recommend to do the today's boondoggle podcast, like where, where would they find it? Give them a quick little rundown of what it's about in case folks want to check it out.
1: Um, well it, it's a, it's, it's on, uh, you know, all the podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google, um, it, it's, um, the website is domaincle.com I like, like I said, back in the day, I used to be a concert promoter guy, music fan. Um, You know, I liked things for back then. It was just like, it was, there was an angle I was working, you know, yeah. it was just like, get me in for free, you know, <laughs> bring me backstage. So I'm cool and I can meet the groupies yeah. and drink your alcohol and, you know, and we're good, you know, but over the years, you know, you, you, you build these relationships even when I was in it for the wrong reasons. And when I got out of that and I got sober and I started working on myself and getting better, I was just like, you know, I still have all these connections with record labels. I still have all these connections with people in the music business. Why don't I do a podcast now? Why don't I start talking to these people, pull the curtain and not just, uh, you know, hey, when's the next album and how's the tour going? And all the basic questions that you have to ask for the PR stuff you know, get to know their background, their upbringing, what kind of uh, adversity have they experienced. I'm open about being in recovery. And because of me being open about being in recovery, a lot of these people have uh, felt comfortable to be open about their struggles or where they're at. You know, I'm open about my mental health. I'm open about my anxiety and PTSD and stuff like that. And a lot of these people have felt comfortable to open up about. So you're hearing from some musical artists that you may be a fan of like more of uh you know what their struggles are also because i'm a veteran you know i like to have other veterans on to share their stories as well same things like you know what what was uh something you experienced that you know civilians might not understand what some hopes you have for our country uh today that you were willing to die for you know and people are real and raw and they share you know what hurts them about what's happening in our country today or what motivates them. You know yeah. uh, the things that we're, we're all getting so butt hurt and divided over like, or things that we just like do, you know, we used to, that was, that didn't mean nothing to us because we all wore the same uniform, you know? Yeah. So we, I, I have, I try and have just like real conversations with musicians, with, you know, uh, veterans, with athletes, with um, people in recovery, you know, like you said, we, me and you became friends, and and you had, I've had you on, and um, you know, just sharing stories that uh, of 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 hope and healing and growth, um, yeah. that you might not get on a regular thing. It's because and because of that, you know, I and I, I'll, you know, I, I'm not putting the, the dude on blast because you know he shared on my podcast and he's open about being in recovery. You know, our friend, mutual friend Renee, you know. Mm-hmm. I had him on, he shared, uh, he felt comfortable and opened up about his struggles, and then he invited me to start joining his Zoom meetings, which opened the door for me to have relationships and friends with, you know, so many people I never thought I would, you know, like the the angles before to get on the guest list and get into, you know, into the know and into the cool for for myself i'm being invited openly now as a brother in recovery when they come through town you know and it's just like and we're keeping each other sober like there's people that it's like man i wanted to ask you all these these like questions about this in the music world or that in the music world but we're sitting there talking about our children and our you know life stuff like you know and that's so much better yeah Yeah. (laughs) You, you know
0: well you do you do a great job man and i uh I appreciate, you know, all the work that you're doing and you're very consistent, which I think is is amazing, especially for those out there who are looking for um, support and a little entertainment and some fun and stuff, too. And so um, we'll put all those links for you in the show notes, too, for those out there listening. It's If you want to follow Bill and the podcast, it's at today's boondoggle uh, on Instagram and then uh, www.domaincle.com. Uh, you can find it all there, and of course, I think you said that all the major platforms—Spotify, iTunes. Yeah,
1: and it if too. you can help us out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, I'm trying to build that. Thing oh yeah, up, what's what's the uh, YouTube?
0: I'll put it in here.
1: It's uh the YouTube and what is it do- uh, today's boondoggle two one six, I today's believe.
0: boom. I'm just writing it down right now. So but that's um yeah,
1: it, it's uh you know I've had some you know uh, episodes on there where we've talked about things that the YouTube police weren't happy about. Mm. And you know, then I go on time out and they get strikes and I think it kind of <laughs> takes you out of the yeah. so I trying to build my subscription back up. I mean, yeah. uh, a lot of those ones that that YouTube didn't like, I do have a rumble channel so out there as well. But uh Yeah, we can put that th- in. There's there a too. couple that I think I I've got to to share with you that I think you you would enjoy. Um that we- you, you know, can put
0: the rumble in should. there as as well too so just shoot me that afterwards and then um and then i'll, I'll throw it in there but um we got about 10 about ten fifteen 15 minutes um left and i want to i want to have some fun being that it's saint patrick's day today and do some of this saint patrick's day trivia are you ready for that bill
1: yeah i'm ready for it but I, i'm i'm feeling embarrassed because it's like i should know my saint patrick's day history <laughs> i mean i would uh you know bailey's irish cream man i mean you know i used to have like a naughty naughty pickup line on saint patrick's day for that um oh, but that i won't will- get into that. that's not my it's not who i am today anymore
0: <laughs> i had some good uh some good uh, well jameson is an irish whiskey that would be the one irish whiskey i that i used to drink uh quite often and i'm i'm very glad that i do not rely on jameson uh anymore or drink jameson anymore but it was good back in the day i gotta say Oh yeah, Sometimes. yeah. For a sip, but not a whole bottle. What was, that's not what was beautiful too, being of <laughs> uh, of
1: having some Irish in my twenty uh, three and me DNA and all that is yeah. is uh, when we were coming home from our last deployment. One of our first layovers was the Ireland airport. Oh, nice. So we all had like a Guinness and stuff
0: like yeah. that. Well, that's uh, that's day. that's actually one of the questions here. So let's let's start with that. Let me fade down this uh, these tunes here. Um, Okay. So oh, wait, let me, it's a, down here a little further. Okay. Here it is. Okay. So here, here's the first question, Bill. And so what we'll do is we'll, we'll give you a, you know, we'll give you a few seconds to answer and then we'll see, we'll see how many you can get out of 10. Uh, and uh, we'll just have some fun, man. We're celebrating and there's nothing better than celebrating it with a sober mind, a sober heart. Um, and not having to rely on booze anymore, man. So congratulations to you. Congratu- I'm going to congratulate myself on that because I'm very happy oh, yeah. I don't have to do that either. Um, okay, so fir- first question here, St. Patrick's Day trivia for Bill Bailey. Um, how many pints of Guinness are consumed on st patrick's day how many pints of guinness would you oh. guess and I'll, I'll tell you this it's more than a million okay this is worldwide so it's more than a million um and just to give you a ballpark estimate and then you can take it from there wild guess and you've had no bill by the way for everybody listening bill has had no um i didn't give him any preview of any of these questions so this is totally no. off the bat and so we're, we we got you man you're, you're gonna do great Ush. Well, no, that's the thing,
1: though. It's like I feel like I'm letting down my you know, Irish heritage and, uh, you know. Oh, you're not.
0: These are um, totally random. And I don't know how anybody would know most of these, to be yeah, honest. I, I, like, I, yeah, I,
1: the, the, the two we asked at the beginning, I don't know. Um, I, I, I know. Um, I, I didn't mean, know either, it's over so. a million pints. I mean. Let's say, let's see. Uh, what's a? What, is there an Irish lucky number? Like, would the? Would it be seven million? I don't know. Okay,
0: okay, that's that's a good guess. And I I do like your there. There would be a lucky, um. Well, okay. Here I'm just going to tell you this. Is that your guess? Seven, seven million. Yeah. yeah okay. 7 million. Not not too far off. Um. Well, a little. It's thirteen million. Thirteen million pints. Of Guinness, Lucky which is 13. insane. Lucky, right. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, Lucky Thirteen. I always love it. <laughs> Lucky Thirteen. Lucky Thirteen. Good, good, good uh, song right there too. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's let's go on to the next one. The oldest pub in Ireland. That's why I said at the beginning of the podcast, my buddy Cormac from Ireland. I bet you he knows some of these because he actually is lives in Ireland and he's if he's listening to this, he's probably yelling out the answer right now. Um, any guesses on that? The oldest no, pub in Ireland. No it's, clue. It's called no. Sean's Bar. Sean's, Sean's bar. bar, Yeah, Sean's bar. bar. And uh, I don't know Sean's if you bar. pronounce it West Meath or West Myth, but uh, yeah, Sean's bar is the oldest one. Okay, I think you might know this one. According according to folklore, what is a leprechaun's occupation? <laughs> what is a leprechaun's uh, occupation? Gold accountant or something? Accountant oh, is gold. One. Accountant is gold. It's a shoemaker. A shoemaker. shoemaker. Oh wow! <laughs> All right. I thought that was interesting too. Okay, um, all right, next one, Bill. What cheerful Irish greeting is often associated with St. Patrick's Day? What cheerful Irish greeting? I know you got this At
1: one. top of the morning? Top, top
0: of, the of the morning, morning. to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. All right, I got one. <laughs> you got one. Top of the morning to you. It's always my favorite. This always reminds me of my, my good buddy uh, who is not no longer with us. His name was Alan Stevens. And um, he just a great dude, funny, funny dude, man. And um, he would say, "Seamus." I'd walk into the building because we worked together, and he'd say, "Seamus Ramir. And that was a that was his <laughs> Irish version, I think, of of my name. It's great. Nice. It just reminded me of that. Yeah. Okay. Next question, Bill. What's the average number of drinks consumed per person on Saint Patrick's Day? What's the average number of drinks consumed oh, per person? Yeah, and it's. It, it's. I mean, what's sad is like you know. It's like we feel
1: like, you know, because everybody wants to be Irish on St. Patrick's Day. You know,
0: <laughs> but uh, think average though. Think average though too. So like somebody but, from none to like the worst drinker on St. Patrick's Day. Who's that's slated, what I'm like, saying 30.
1: like even the average is like above what their average is because you feel like yeah. you got to go. A little that extra yeah you, you got to do that a little extra and say patrick's <laughs> day you know yeah. and so i would say you know like how when we got pulled over officer i, ha- I only had a couple you know <laughs> but uh uh I give me a number give me a number six. six six okay like,
0: that's not too far off it's it's uh it's 4.2 is the answer It's 4.2 so I could see, yeah, somewhere, somewhere right in between there, the average number of drinks per person, 4.2, probably 4.2. green. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause you hit that
1: point where you can't finish. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And just think of the, uh, like point two is where it starts coming back up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh, you just gave me a flashback, bro. Of like a, ver- <laughs> a vodka, like a, I would verp and then wouldn't want to waste it. So you'd swallow it. That's so uh, disgusting, bro. Oh God, that's <laughs> sick. All right, next question. Next question. We got a true or false one here. All right. The first known St. Patrick's Day parade occurred in Ireland. Is that true or false? The first known St. Patrick's Day parade occurred in Ireland. Something's telling me it's false. Is that your final answer? Yeah, yeah. You are correct. It is false, Bill Bailey. (laughs) the answer which was very surprising to me the first recorded known parade took place in of st patrick's day parade took place in st augustine florida of all places wow interesting huh i know i was like
1: yeah i just because i because i always heard like you know the 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 irish you know they just kind of like laugh at us you know because they're just like it's just a kind of an I mean it's kind of like their holy day but it's not like you know oh let's throw a parade and all that But <laughs> it's just like a regular day over yeah. there I guess, you know for them
0: all right next question what u.s president was the first irish catholic to be elected to the office what was that US jfk president. jfk baby but man you're doing good you're on a roll now you're on a roll JFK, John F. Kennedy, first Irish Catholic. That's why they to took him out. Uh, yes, <laughs> it could very well be, and because he was going up against the military-industrial complex. But that's a whole other podcast we can get yes, into. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the <laughs> yeah. Federal
1: Reserve and uh, it, all of know, it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. And he was yeah, very, yeah, yeah. And, uh, he was very open yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff um okay next next question oh you, you you got this one this is this is in the bag you mentioned this earlier i think even in yourself so um what meat and vegetables dish is a trademark saint patrick's day meal oh
1: i'm gonna go get me some here in a little yep. bit man some corned beef and cabbage corned beef and
0: cabbage what's that? i think you're like that's four in a row i think if i can count correctly something like that all right you're, you're doing pretty dang good all right two more two more and then we're, and then we're done um I like this one this one was uh was um i didn't know this one when i read i said well that's interesting so why do we wear green on saint patrick's day why do we wear green on saint patrick's day
1: hmm that i don't recall like what their reasoning was other than you know it's like i mean leprechauns green lucky charm guy <laughs> green <laughs> You know, uh, I don't know like where that originally like came yeah. from though. The green, the the clover. Yeah, you know, something, so I, maybe
0: the I, green I, of Ireland. Okay, there you, you got half of it. That's half of it right there. The green grass of, of Ireland hills or something. I don't know. So so here it is. You got half of it. So why do we wear green on St. Patrick's Day? So green is most closely associated with Ireland's lush green landscape. To your point there, Emerald Isle. Uh, Isle. And then also the, the other half of that, of why green is the color for the Irish and Ireland, it's the country's desire to distinguish itself from the British in the 1700s. So they were like, screw you, Britain. We want to be green. We don't want the red, the white, the blue. We want the green. We're going all green. This is us. So we want to stand out and um, like, like piss off basically. So yes. Good stuff. I didn't know that. That was pretty interesting. I thought, and I, I was, um, a little bit, uh, okay. Okay. So back to, so here's the first one. This is my favorite question out of all of these that I, that I learned. This was the one that, uh, we started the podcast with, uh, in the very beginning that I asked. So last question, Bill, what do the three leaves of a shamrock represent according to Irish tradition? What do the three leaves of a shamrock represent according to Irish tradition? Um So think religious here. So we're talking about Irish tradition. I'm just giving you a hint. Like
1: so Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Yes.
0: Holy yes, that is it. I right. got it. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, baby. I, know, I was I almost gonna go Hallmark
1: cool. and say "Live, Laugh, Love," but you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, live. And I could have worked, but I like the Holy Trinity much better. Oh, yeah, said. that's yeah. good. Yeah, they good stuff, know. man. That, that was fun. I learned I learned some uh, some Irish uh, uh, knowledge and facts there, so I thought that was uh, kind of fun. So, thank you for playing that. Appreciate it, Bill Bailey. It's, uh, we got to take us out with a little Irish music here. Oh, there it is. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> but
1: uh yeah and then fun things you know that uh, we just gave an example of fun things you could do sober to celebrate Amen. saint patrick's day you know i don't i don't recommend if you're health conscious getting a shamrock shake i'm, I'm <laughs> I, I just had one and i'm feeling a little down you know so because sure. I, I i wanted to justify that but it's just you know my body's telling me no you don't need to do that no more you yep. know, I could have made probably a keto like healthy version if I look it up online.
0: Yeah, you know, you definitely could. They have a healthy version or some sort of keto or some sort of version for pretty much everything these days. And a lot a lot of the things pre, uh, taste pretty dang good, too, from, from I mean, you, I guess you do get some ones that are pretty terrible. So you got to be but a I will
1: but. partake in the corned beef and cabbage. Now, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the nutritional value of corned beef is, but from what I understand with cabbage, it's good for the gut. Yeah. You know, so, I've heard the same. Um, yep. Sauerkraut. So I'll, I'll definitely do more. Of the. I used to do the sandwiches and the Rubens. I loved Rubin mm. sandwiches, but I'm cutting back on the bread and all that stuff. So I think I'll just do the, the corned beef and
0: cabbage today. Yeah. you know, Yeah. Good stuff, man. Any other ideas for how to have fun on, on St. Patrick's Day? I know I, I jotted a few of them down, like uh, go on a run, go on a walk, hit a meeting, play some yeah, golf. Yeah. Like, well, I mean,
1: the- this morning, I, I, you know, I stuck to my normal routine. I hit the gym this morning. I did the infrared sauna, you know, so I felt like I sweated a, a, enough out to have the shamrock shake to justify that today. Yeah. But, um, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't recommend this for all people in recovery, but I've been one of those guys where it's just like, because I do still attend a lot of concerts. I love music. I can go to places where there's alcohol and people drinking and I have no desire. You know, I can, I have a water and I'm enjoying the tunes and I'm enjoying my company in the conversation now today. Not everybody can do that. So I don't recommend putting yourself in that, that position unless you go with a sober buddy, go with an accountability partner, you know, and if you feel flaky, then just tell your friend and then you guys leave, you know? Yeah. But uh, you don't stay somewhere where you're not comfortable. But for me, like I could go to some of these places today where everybody's having a good time and 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 you know, and just I can grab grab me a food and uh you know, give me a maybe I'll have a sprite with a little bit of green food coloring or something in it or yeah. whatever you know. Yeah, I don't know. Make
0: it fun, but still, there's definitely lots of things. Um, yeah. Lots of things to do and to be conscious of and really just the opportunity to uh, uh, to have fun and, and not feel like dog crap the next day and be hung over, too. That's always a good one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, dude. and just, you know, you, you know, I mean, it, it's accountability. It's surround yourself with, you know, other like minded, sober people. And, you know, you'd be surprised, you know, what yeah. fun you could still have, you know. Yep. A lot well, more fun. <laughs>
0: I just want to uh, tell you, thank you, man. Before we wrap up today, dude, thanks so much for taking the time to come on. It's always fun, dude. I always enjoy hanging out and and chatting with you. Um, any last, uh, last pieces of advice or anything you want to share, uh, in the next two minutes before we wrap up?
1: Yeah. Oh, well first I just want to say, yeah, Shane, I, I, I feel the same way, man. It's like, you know, we, we definitely got to do it more often because, uh, you know, we, we, we do connect on so many things and I think it'd be good to, that we, uh, you know, keep in touch, a lot of, a lot of wild stuff going on. And as concerned dads, you know, just, just being better and what we can do to be better for our families. And like you said, man, being crazy for our, our, our higher power, I, I, that motivated me, you saying that today, you know, yeah. because uh, I, I don't know, man, no, nothing's promised, man. I'm, 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 I made it to 50 and this could be it, you know, and, and, and I, I I'm learning to be all, all right with that. Yeah, you know, good. I'm learning to it's one day at a time and you know, I I make the most of these 24 hours, you know, and yeah. uh it, it's it's uh I I had a friend um I know I'm sorry I know you only gave me 2 minutes but I had a friend that's going through some depressing things and was talking to me last night about some stuff. His uncle just passed away and he hasn't had the best relationship with his dad and he's really hurting for his dad right now who's lost his brother, you know? And I'm like, dude, today's a new day, man. Yeah. You know, go, go, go talk to your dad. You're being vulnerable for me right now, man. You, you don't think you can be vulnerable for your old man. Mm. You know, it's like, do it while he's here. You mm. know, I'm so grateful uh, that I had the opportunity to do that with my dad while he was still here, you know, cause there was a lot of hurt and there was a lot of fear at the beginning. There was a lot of resentments that I held on to because I focused on the negative. And then, in the later years, getting sober and getting this gift of sobriety, uh, being able to be there with him and and talk about those things and talk about the hurt, but also talk about how much I appreciated what he taught me. And, I, you know, I know I, I, I'm a slow learner, dad, but I, I was listening, yeah. you know, yeah, and good. got to have those talks with him
0: you know? Yeah. I think there's so, a lot of dudes who struggle with that, with, with their dads and relationships with their fathers. And I know I'm one of them sounds like you are as well. Um That'd be great to do like a, like a panel style of those one day, just where we just like kind of focus on that and, and, and talk what, you know, from experience and share some things. Cause I think that would yeah, help, that's a, help a great idea. Dudes. Cause we got yeah. a
1: couple, you know, other sober brothers that our dads that are, we're all learning how to, you know, yep. Yep. what, what, what we didn't have, and what we're trying to give to ours exactly you know? bro
0: exactly and that'd
1: be I, I like that so count me in on that one for yeah. sure
0: yeah we'll, we'll take a little note of that and see if uh you know see how that works out uh coming up in the future but um get dude, our
1: buddy I, buck in you oh know, yeah have oh, he, a that'd be bit. great
0: I, I, that, maybe static something static would love that too you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah yeah dude, that'd be awesome man um well good good stuff man i appreciate you coming on today bill um, and uh, you can follow Bill at today's boondoggle. Uh, also, www.domaincle.com. Uh, make sure to go there and check him out. Bill, thanks again. Yeah, for that has the all podcast. the links
1: too to all the social medias and stuff like that.
0: That's the main website. So perfect, man, perfect. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it on there. It's all in the show notes, so it's easier for you to find. Um, thank you for tuning in today. I hope something spoke to you. Share the podcast with a friend. You can connect with us on Instagram at that sober guy podcast. Find all our resources at thatsoberguy.com. Peace, love, and respect to keep your blood clean.